So I'm like, oh God, like, you don't even no, it's literally that. exactly. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So he goes back out on the field and my mom leans over to me and she goes, well, I think you just blew any chance you had. I'm just like, it's fine. Like he's annoying. <laughs> What are these deep conversations happening in Waffle right. like, Explain them. Gotta... What was the breakup all about? Why'd you leave us for 10 years? Right. During the most trying times right. of my I life. Mean, they were gone. <laughs> if, if Taylor can take a five minute song and put out the 10 minute Correct. Version, they can do two and a half and at least get this Right, five. that's what I was, have two issues right now with the Jonas Brothers. One of them being that both songs that they have released from the album coming out here next Friday mm -hmm. are both two minutes and 30 seconds short, which are just, not good enough for me. Hey Flingers, it's showtime. Just wanted to thank you for listening to today's episode of Future of the Fairway, which is brought to you by the American Classic Golf Club, the home of the first World League Fling Golf Tournament. The American Classic is a nine-hole family-owned golf course located in the Lewis Rehoboth Beach areas of Southern Delaware. So if you're ever on vacation or ever in the area for whatever reason, we would love for you to swing on by and give our track a try. And hey, you never know who you might run into. But anyways, we hope to see you around. And don't forget, you got to aim high to let it fly. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is your host, Adam Copeland, with another episode of Future of the Fairway. This is episode 27. Uh, so we have done another front nine after today's episode. And uh, I am pleased to welcome Brooke Ebersole uh, to, the, uh, to the podcast uh, for a very fun conversation. Um, if you don't know Brooke, um, you might recognize the name. Uh, she's married to Austin. Um, she is mom to Navy. Uh, she's a uh, realtor um, and uh, the newly announced uh, member of uh, the Fury Fling Squad. Um, Brooke is awesome all around, uh, a great conversation, um, and I think you'll have a really good time getting to know her. Um, you may not have had the chance to interact with Brooke much um, in conversations. I think she was uh, doing a lot of heavy lifting um, around the tournament. Uh, last year, especially uh, uh, the day of, uh, so a lot of the folks could play uh, in Delaware at the New Swarm Classic. Um, she competed in the Virginia Open, finished third uh, amongst the women. Uh, she competed in San Diego with, and finished with number two. Has her sights on finishing first uh, at the upcoming New Swarm Classic. Um, so anyway, uh, we we talk about everything. Uh, Jonas Brothers fandom. Uh, we talk um, and spill some tea about some of our fellow fling golfers. <laughs> we uh, get to hear some stories uh, from Brooke, uh, including how she got her nickname shows over, um, as well as uh, how she and Austin initially met. Um, lots of fun. Uh, Brooke is uh, always a blast uh, to get a chat with, and I'm uh, really excited for you to get to listen to this episode. So uh, without further ado, here is show's over. All 
All right. It is good to see you, Brooke. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Adam? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I'm excited to get to uh, speak with you formally on the podcast. Right, right. Most people don't know me, so this will be an eye-opener for a lot of them, I'm sure. Well, you, uh, you are definitely uh, somebody who's been competing and doing well um, in the tournaments. Yeah. Uh, you've got two second-place finishes. Actually, third and a second. A third and a second. Third in the Virginia and second in San Diego. But we're going for and, uh, first in Delaware. Well, there you go. It was three, two, and... <laughs> right. I'm just got, going uh, in, you know, reverse order here. <laughs> Building up to uh, to the home course. Right, right. Which would be the best place to do it, of course. It would be. Got uh, a lot of support there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a fun time. We are we're recording a few days before this is airing. But when we publish this, we'll be about two and a half weeks away from the... New Swim Classic. Yeah. Uh, is this going to be the second annual? Second how, how annual already. Isn't it crazy? It, is. it just seems literally like it was last May and this was all kind of beginning. So, yeah. I mean, just the growth within the last year is mind boggling if you really mm-hmm. look at it. So we're excited. Hopefully it's not 100 degrees this time <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, 30 and raining like it was in San Diego. So or or both like it was in Virginia. Or both like it was in we Virginia. Up, we didn't get up to 100, but it was uh it was definitely right. started with a freeze a freeze delay and um and then get up uh, quite warm in the afternoon. Right. I remember making the turn at the um first an individual tournament in Virginia and um all the girls were like just ripping clothes off in the clubhouse because it was like <laughs> we were freezing and then we got so hot because we had a bunch of layers on we're just literally tearing layers <laughs> off and like throwing them to people as we're running to make the turn it was hysterical <laughs> it was oh quite the uh quite the fun uh yeah there's I guess you can always count on coming to a fling off tournament that there's always going to be some wild variable that we can't really uh, account for. I know. So I'm like, oh, God, what are we in for in May? Could we finally have, like, the first, you know, <laughs> decent one? Who knows? I mean, it's yet to be seen. I just peeked today, and it said it's supposed to be, like, mid-70s and sunny, God willing. Right. So I'm like, I just mean, stay that way. Just stay that way. I mean, Delaware in May on the beach is, like, it's right before the heat comes. Virginia in the fall is like, you know, ideal fall weather. San Diego in February, like that's where you want to be in February. Correct. Right, of all places. Um, so uh, hopefully it's not something we bring. Uh, with us. I know. I know. It's <laughs> like, the, you know, the golf gods are angry at us or something. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, Alex, come on. What was that about? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. Um, Hey, so before we get too far into this, uh, let's do a little bit of a formal introduction to who you are. And I, I mean, I'll have done this on the intro as well, but uh, just I, I'd like to hear from you on how you would introduce yourself to the audience. Sure. Um, so for those who don't know me, um, I am the better half of someone you've heard a lot of, and that is Austin, aka Showtime. Um my nickname is Shows Over because we are quite literally polar opposites of each other. <laughs> um, so we kind of went with that. And that came about actually in a funny way when we were playing one day, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit. We'll get into that, sure. <laughs> we need to get into that. Um, 
but yeah, I live here in Lewis, Delaware, part of Team Delaware, um, also part of Team Fury, which we announced. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses today. Um, so part of that, also the other half of Team Brick with Britt and I and our sister team, Fling Team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a mom to a little 18-month-old girl named Navy now, a.k.a. Baby Encore, as we call her. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I'm a realtor by day, fling golfer occasionally. And other than that, I'm just a mom. (laughs) Sometimes I fling. Sometimes I fling, you know, occasionally. I'm, uh, yeah, lots lots of awesome stuff there. Uh, I'm curious, uh, as we get started, so your your parents own... Uh, ACGC. Mm-hmm. They do, yeah. And it seems like as people get attached to the family, they start working there. Yes, that is uh, a common theme. Really <laughs> it is a very um, common theme. But you don't have any formal job responsibilities there? I do not. So I did. Um, I actually mm-hmm. worked there. So after I graduated high school, um, we moved down here full time. Um, I've been coming here my whole life. My family had a place down here. So we would spend mm-hmm. week throughout the summer here. Um, but in 2012, 2013, kind of within those years, mm-hmm. um, my dad, my parents ended up buying a golf course. You know, we were supposed to buy like a bigger house here for everyone with a pool. That's the joke <laughs> is we wanted a pool and we got a golf course. So close, you know, well, the beach, the beach counts. Right, right. Right. So close enough. Um, so yeah. So from those years, the early years, I was still in school. So we were spending most mm-hmm. of the weekends down here, kind of getting it up and running. Okay. I saw, I mean, the course go from what it was to what it is now. Um, and we were in the trenches. Like there wasn't any crew that was out there doing all the work. Like it was us. It was me my sister, mm-hmm. my dad, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles. It was all of us. Um, we were spending a large amount of time getting the course ready. So when it finally was ready, which we are coming up actually on our 10 year anniversary, um, Memorial Day weekend, which is crazy to think about. It's been that long. Um, So we were here for that. We were here shortly after that. I worked there up until 20, oh my gosh, 2017 and fall of 2017. Um, And I actually decided to get my real estate license earlier that year. Um, and then, you know, with the golf course, you know, everyone connections came from there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and that's how eventually I got my job was from someone who was at the golf course, um, that we actually got pretty close with. Um, he was a regular on Sunday mornings, you know, at the ass crack of dawn, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, (laughs) it's pretty, I mean, it's funny. So I think the very first episode I had. I think Alex said shit a couple of okay. times. And so I was like, I better mark this as E just so that right. people don't turn it. Well, every time I, I get a choice in every episode to make it clean or uh, explicit. And every time I hit clean, like again, last week with my kids. Right. There was none of that. <laughs> like Latham said, Latham said dumb. Mm-hmm. And when we were re-listening, Gwendolyn was like, oh, he said a bad word. <laughs> How dare he? Uh, but I, I haven't talked to my parents about it, but like if, so depending on how they watch it or, or, or listen, like we see it in, in the car on the screen, it says Latham and Gwendolyn E. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just because every episode uh, comes out. Right. Oh my God. They're probably like, what is he telling them? Like, what is he talking to them about? <laughs> Who 
are these? Who is the? Who are these fling golf people that he's hanging around? Um, yeah. So it was a regular that I um, got to know every Sunday. He would come in, so that was kind of how that connection built. Um, and then I jumped over to real estate, um, twenty seventeen in the fall. Um, I've been there ever since. So within the past year, actually after Navy, um, I moved into a little bit of a different role, more of a nine to five type thing um, within rentals. So I am more of the back end admin type thing, working on all of the software, um, which is fine. I enjoy it. And it gets me away from the crazy summer tourists (laughs) saying with a smile on my face. <laughs> I was going to say too. I bet you know. I mean, there's there's something to be said for a nine to five, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the world of uh, remote working and always being on call. And I'm sure I know oh, yeah. when we were looking at buying buying a house, um, our realtor was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you have to adapt to your client's schedules, yeah. and those schedules are often working outside of a nine to five. Right. Yeah. It's. It can be very demanding, especially in this area. I mean, it's a heavy tourist area. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with people that are coming here on their weekends. Um, so you're mm-hmm. kind of just accepting off the bat. You, you're not having weekends, which is fine because oh. especially in the summertime here, the weekends are so crazy that during the week is when you want to have your weekend when there's less people here and there's not as many tourists and all of that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So with that said, I do. Just... I'll say also on Brooke's behalf. Everybody that's coming to Delaware, be on your best behavior. Right. Don't clog the intersections. It irks us to no end. (laughs) That's literally the worst. And I am that person that will drive up to you and lay on my horn and make it known that you're being an asshole. That's just how it is. Love it. So take it for what it's worth. But um, with that Mm -hmm. said, I'm still a licensed realtor, so plug for anyone who after visiting Delaware in two weeks that wants to potentially move here or buy something, you know where to find me. So I, I don't think we've done it every episode, but we'll shout out to Russia mm-hmm. who keeps teasing out that he's looking to move out of Maine um, for, for good reason, right? I mean, yeah. we've got a very small uh, window for fling golf. So uh, outside of Maine's beauty and all that it does have to offer, um, that cold's got to suck for that long, especially if it's slush like it was. Absolutely. And I know he was sending some pictures of some bad flooding that they had or from rain. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we had it here too, but of course nowhere near what they get hit with up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have a visitor from out of state this past week, um, Mr. Ryan Stainbrook, a.k.a. Soldier Boy. Oh, sweet. He was yeah. in the area um, possibly looking at some property and – Hanging out ACGC a little bit, so nice. yeah. Breaking news. Hopefully that wasn't uh, private information. Hopefully not, because I just said it. Um, it's okay. He was hanging around though, so he was here. <laughs> That's cool. That's we can bleep cool. the other part I, out, I, but I, he was here. <laughs> I've made I've made my pitch to uh, to main event that uh, he needs to come to Virginia. We need to shore up a few extra right. players in our state. Whether that's Shenandoah Valley or if he wants to be closer to the beach. Um, you know, I, I know Neil, Neil is a big advocate and does a really good job, uh, he does. Uh, as a tourism director uh, <laughs> or, or pusher for Delaware. He does. He's a, <laughs> that, they're a great family. We love, 
We love the littles. We've known them actually. Gosh, I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, Because Patrick, his son, Swaggy P, came to one of our first ever kids camps at the golf course, which is when Mm -hmm. I was still there and I was still working. So, of course, we're the ones all working with the kids. Um, So we've known Patrick since he was like this big and then he grew his hair out all along like Austin. And I have this cute picture of the two of them. Um, walking out to the driving range on the course from the back with their long hair in their bags. Oh. It's so cute. I have to try to find it again so I can send it to them. But yes, they've been they've been loyal to the ACGC family. So we love mm-hmm. them and we're happy for Neil. Um, and I think he's got some exciting news coming up. So I'll let him spill yeah. that. But the end, <laughs> I'm like full of all the secrets. Oh, so, uh, I was going to say, another thing to learn is, like, if you want something uh, to be kept quiet, don't tell the Usually I'm pretty good at it, but I just feel the needs for some reason right now to say everything, which is fine. Um, yeah, I am a very nosy person as well, so I do like to know everything. Well, so um, I think last year at Delaware, um, my wife Kathy got a chance to talk with you and Britt for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um I don't know if that was during the, maybe it was the individual tournament instead of the longest fling shot or, or when that was. Right. I think that was during the longest fling um, after Latham, after the fling slayer was up there. Okay. Uh, yeah. We were all talking for a while, which I'm super excited that Kathy's going to be making her debut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super excited yep. for that. She is. Looking forward to it. Hoping I get to, hoping I get paired with her. Get to talk to her a little more. Either either Showtime if you're listening, or if if John and Alex are going to steal the pairings, um, right? We'll, we'll send some recommendations. I'll do my best. I'll try to like work right. something right. in there if I can. Pull a leg. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> but yeah, that was. Uh, she had a really good time uh, getting to chat with y'all. Um, and then, I mean, Austin and I, he was the first person that responded when I was like, Hey, I've got this idea for a podcast. He was like, I'm all in. Right. And I don't know that he and I talked very much that weekend. Um, but definitely hit it off uh, on that first episode. And then I think I drove him crazy by not putting it in one of the first ones that was released. Like absolutely the first one recorded. And I think he was, he was number eight. I know he was like thing at the bit you could just like i could see it from the outside every time one would come out he's like yeah you know it's okay it'll be it'll be interesting and i just know it was killing him but i was like i hope he's doing that on purpose just making him wait because it was so good it was so good it was uh the deliberateness to it was like we had such a fun conversation that um when I when when I've gone through and listened to podcasts, and I, again I love talking to to all the guests, um, but I was like I I know that putting him at the end will have a build up and it'll it'll be it'll be really good because of the ones I banked, um, I was like yeah I can't if I put this out too early, um, then uh, yeah it'll it was it was also one of the longest right. ones I did so I didn't want to set the expectation that everyone's going to be an hour and a half of in depth and you know crazy entertaining life. right right <laughs> so hence the after show where you guys try to keep it short but it still ends up being like you know <laughs> half hour every time an hour here we 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 did i i was looking back at some of the um early episodes like we were i think we had one that was like 17 <laughs> minutes and 18 minutes but like 
I, I'll say the other part of that is we were chatting a bit before we started about how reels are tough to mm -hmm. do and take a lot of energy and a lot of that's in editing. Absolutely. The, the fun part about the after show for me is that I've, I've just kind of put like, we're going to record and I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to put it up there. And it would probably, we could probably do better on social media and other stuff if we kept it to smaller right. chunks. But I think that's um, part of the we're, the we're beauty trying. of it too, is that it's just so yeah. raw, which is nice yeah. and refreshing. Yeah. So, yeah, it um it is definitely uh, a lot of fun. But we you you and Kathy are definitely saints for um you know recognizing that when Austin and I say hey we're gonna go record a little bit, um like my I, I try to say yes, yeah, going to be an hour an hour maybe an hour and a half and Kathy's like sure right. Literally, whenever he says, he's like, oh, Adam and I are going to record tonight. I'm like, okay, like, good night when I see it, because I'll be sleeping by the time you come up. And that's no doubt every single time. I've never been awake when he's come back up to bed. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, good night. We'll see you later. One time, one time, right, is when he was feeling bad recently. We we recorded for an hour. We got three episodes or four episodes booked in, I think. And... um. He went, and we we were talking about it. It was like I'm going to go up, and Kathy's not going to know what to do. She's like, "What? What's wrong? Is everything <laughs> right. okay? Like, did John? Like, was he not available? Like, right? Did you cut it short tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I got upstairs, and we were watching something. And he texted me. He was like, "Brooke definitely was like, what's the matter? Is everything okay? right?" I was. I that you do remind me. I was like, but, "I mean, this is weird because normally I'm like, like, are you and Adam fighting? Right? I was like, are you in a cat fight again?" <laughs> Not normally I'm like up there I'm like just you know watching whatever I want to watch you know which I get uh -huh. the freedom to do whenever he's like this so it's totally fine with me Half, I'm like I'm good you know I get to control the yeah, TV yeah. go to sleep whenever I want to it's fine we we joke that there's a lot of similar similarities that he and I have there's a lot of similarities that you and Kathy uh, seem to have you and I got to spend a good bit of time together in San Diego mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun and um uh, really bonding and um, a lot of that was Austin would drive, I would sit up front Brandon, Britt and you were in the back but usually it was me and you and Britt or maybe just me and you talking Correct. Austin was he was focused, very much focused so it didn't give him a, a chance very... to you know butt into any conversations <laughs> or he was off playing and we all went back to the hotel and relaxed for a little That's bit right. which was fine we had fun, it was a great time we did, we did it was, it was a lot of fun and uh I think it would have, I mean, you know, we will, I guess this will be one of the stories that we talk about over and over again. Like if it hadn't rained and we wouldn't have been at Riverwalk, like it would have been even more. Right. Absolutely. Although we wouldn't have had those car rides, but we would have been walking back. Right. And forth. In a sense, I guess it, it was, it was a blessing in disguise, right? That we got yeah, to, we got yeah. to do all of that. Have a little carpool karaoke going on, you know, mm -hmm. the good times, mm -hmm. good times. Jones Brothers always. And, there we go. Absolutely. And I want to uh, follow up on Gwendolyn's comment. Uh, yes, Gwendolyn, <laughs> my girl. She broke yeah, my yes. heart. And then she you know, she pieced it back together towards the end of her episode, or towards middle of her episode when she named us as one mm -hmm. of her favorite players. But I had some serious words I need for her with Waffle House. That is one of the greatest songs ever. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I saw it on SNL mm -hmm. when they played it. That was the first time I heard it. I was like, this is fantastic. 
Um, I'll tell you, my only disappointment with the song is like it's only two it's and a half so minutes. short. That needs to be four. It, and a half okay, minutes. thank you. We need so thank much you for song. saying that because both of like what are these deep conversations happening in the wall? Right, like, get explain into those. You gotta... What was the breakup all about? Why'd you leave us for ten years right. during the most trying times right. of my I mean, life? They were gone. <laughs> if if Taylor can take a five minute song and put out the ten minute correct, version, they can do two and a half and at least get this right. Five. That's what I was have two issues right now with the Jonas Brothers. One of them being that both songs that they have released from the album coming out here next Friday mm-hmm. are both two minutes and 30 seconds short, which are just not good enough for me. Not good enough. Unacceptable. Like if I've waited this long for another album, it bet- that thing better be good. <laughs> I mean, come on now. And then it was supposed to come out tomorrow and they pushed it back a week. Oh, they pushed so, it back. Maybe somebody's giving them some notes that maybe they've got, they've gone back into the studio to bring back those. I hope so, because good Lord, I'm, I have some words for them right now. Although I am very happy that they are getting together, putting an album, going on tour, which. Which, so I I was looking at their tour dates. I was thinking about you and Brett and I was like, um, so I think the, the DC Baltimore swing is in September. I was like, thank you. God. If that coincides with the New England Flingo Flingo. It's open, the week after. Then it's the week yes. after. So y'all get probably before her wedding. Thank God. Because yeah. well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have a very a serious issue. My second issue with the Jonas Brothers is mm-hmm. the Ticketmaster verified fan bullshit that all of the artists oh. are doing. They are now one of them. So you have to be a verified fan to get into the the general sale yeah so mm-hmm. long story short they had a secret show which they called um last week in baltimore so same thing you had to be a verified fan to get oh, tickets okay. to this it was like a small intimate like one of those little like dive bar kind of situations oh, nice. you had to be a verified fan to buy a ticket of course so mm-hmm. i'm signing up my cousins are signing up my sister signing up none of us get it now i'm like all of this freaking money that i've spent at ticketmaster over the years and i can't be a verified mm-hmm. fan and they don't tell you what like what the criteria what are or anything like that so news comes out about the tour and there's again verified fan and so now we have i've made austin sign up my, my cousins are all signed up my sister signed <laughs> up we have like all of our extended family sign up for this so uh-huh. if you're here if you're listening and anyone has a Ticketmaster account please sign up for jonas brothers september 21st in philadelphia specifically um unfortunately right. that is my anniversary that i'm going to be spending with the jonas brothers but couldn't think of a better way <laughs> hey your your husband spent your birthday at a tournament that's so. correct and he will again this year so that's, that's right. just you know that's that's part of it but no the jonas brothers are definitely um, my heart and soul in a lot of ways. They've been there for most of actually my life. Um, from my childhood, they were like, you know, the boy band that everyone loves. They broke mm-hmm. up. Of course, they left us during my teenage years, which is when I needed them the most. You know, those are hard years. Yeah. Did, now, did you did you follow the individual? <sighs> you know, I tried. Um, first first one, Nick Jonas and the administration. Not great. Sorry, Nick. Not good. Mm-hmm. Um, then when he went more solo, it was okay. I kind of eased yeah. into it. Um, but then when Joe was in DNCE, really loved them, mm-hmm. thought they were great, um, which is unusual for me because I'm a Nick girly through and through. 
Um, but kind of mm -hmm. switched to Joe for a little bit there during the DNC years. Um, so when they were coming, they announced they were coming back. This was in early 2019. Um, and actually I was getting married later in that year. So they came back at some of the, the best time of my life, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And coincidentally, I had already had, Austin got me tickets to see the Backstreet Boys in Philly for Christmas. And this was like the following August or whatever. So mm -hmm. I was like, I've always wanted to see the Backstreet Boys, a big boy band girl over here. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So fast forward, I think this is like March or something. The Jonas Brothers announced they're coming back. They announced their tour. They announced a new album. Well, their tour is going to be in Philly the following night after the Backstreet Boys are there. So I'm like done, sold, going to be there. <laughs> so long story short, we just, my sister decided to turn it into my bachelorette party being spent at the Backstreet Boys oh. and the Jonas Brothers concert, which was yeah. amazing. The best weekend of my life. That's oh my gosh. It was so much fun. We had the best time. I think Britt threw her hip out like halfway through the Jonas Brothers. She's like limping home. If you ask her about it now, she still has like recurring hip pain from it. My cousin Taylor, um, she drank a strawberita, one of those like big tall ones, and had an allergic reaction to it and broke out in hives at the concert. <laughs> so it was like a hot mess in a lot of ways. So we're like just, you know, screaming, singing our hearts out of the Jonas Brothers concert. Um, Xfinity Live, which is like the bar right across from Wells Fargo Center in Philly. Mm -hmm. We like, we're going flying out of the Wells Fargo because we were like, we need a drink so bad. Like we are so thirsty and nothing's open after like, you know, 10 o'clock yeah. in the stadium. So mm -hmm. we like sprint over to Xfinity Live. There's a bar outside and Britt like throws like 20 bucks on the thing. She's like, she's like, just pour so many waters, so many waters. This bartender, like he <laughs> understood the assignment. He picked up like all of these cups. He lined them up and just started pouring water like in all of it. There was like 20 of them and we're all just like slugging them left and right. <laughs> and Britt like just kept handing him money. She's like, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but if that's any indication how much we love the Jonas Brothers, it's a lot. They were playing in the room whenever I delivered Navy. So there's a lot of good memories. So did your, was that, was that you had a playlist set? Yes. Was it specifically on was it only, only Jonas, Jonas Brothers? Brothers on, okay. it was like, I don't know, one of the Spotify ones that was like Jonas Brothers greatest hits mm -hmm. or something. Um, put that on, you know, when it was go time, um, put that on. I don't remember what song she was born to. Can't remember. Um, a lot was going on. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, they were playing. Uh, she was brought into this world, which is awesome. That needs to find its way to a poster. Correct. That is That can be seen and uh, drawn out. And you can either get, you know, upgraded to front row if you're not already at the front row or go, taken backstage. Right. I need something because that's, that's a good those. story. Yeah. 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 Um, it also makes me think that um, is there any chance that Austin's playing for money because he needs to fund your Jonas Brothers? Addiction? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if we don't get into any of these shows, I already like said I'm going to like boycott Ticketmaster for the rest of my life, but I'm going to find a way. I will be there. Yeah. I mean, it might cost me like my whole house, but I'm going to be there. Well, let me, I'll say that, let me go back to Gwendolyn for mm -hmm. one thing to give her a little bit of an out. Um, and I found this, you know, talking to kids, you never know what you're going to get, but like 
her standards of what's good or not has nothing to do with the song. Like, so she, she wants to, we try to limit their screen time as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So their constant question is, well, can I watch it? Can I watch something? Can I watch Pinkalicious? Can I watch Mandalorian? Can I watch whatever it is? And then when they like a song, they're like, oh, is there a video for that? Um, and I was like, well, yeah, I had, um, so when I do my presentations at work or for work, I usually I try to find a, a current song that I can play as people are signing on and listening. Right. So I heard my full house on SNL. I was like, this is upbeat and catchy. This will get people excited because I may not be excited, but at least they will be. Right. And, um, and so I, I saw it was a lyric video, which was at least had still pictures that were moving with the lyrics. I knew it wasn't like a formal video. So when I showed that to her, like her enthusiasm for the song was way up here because we had heard on the radio and then it plummeted. She was like, that's it. That's right. Song. I'm like, you, no, no, wait, you don't think it's a good video. She's like, no, this song is <laughs> so, so it was that, that day after the, I guess earlier this week when the episode came out, I was looking, I was like, oh wait, they've got a real mm -hmm. video uh, for it. So I showed that to her. She was like, oh, I love this. Oh, song. I love her. I love her. <laughs> so she made she, up. She, she does up. not know that you were um, that she was public enemy number one on your list. <sighs> yeah, I was. I was. I was broken over that. I was. I was like, girl, I mean, Gwendolyn, come on now, girl. <laughs> well, she was. Uh, she was funny too because when we were re-listening, uh, and she was talking about her favorite artist, she was like Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. She's like she forgot to say his name. Oh my was, gosh going through like she was kind of coaching herself as she was right so. i know i heard it i heard she's a big t swift fan right she is uh she um what i forget how that originated but my mom i, I think she she's always loved music and at some point um in 20 2018 maybe 19 she said oh yeah something about like i want a guitar and so my mom got her a ukulele and a taylor swift t-shirt for her birthday and and so i mean you know i think her entry to to taylor was uh shake it off right. uh in the 1989 album um but then when they started hearing um the other songs like delicate reputation, me, reputation yeah was a real real big one and i made the mistake it was like well sure let's watch the delicate video together for the first time and she was like oh, why is she dancing like that what are those oh. clothes i love that oh like, kathy looked over at me like what are they right doing? and i was like I right don't know. she was like you like taylor swift and you're making your daughter like her too i know like, i'm not pushing i'm not pushing this it was all her I'm not it was all her, her from listening right to it, but... right I I actually I like Taylor Swift. I don't I'm not I'm not huge like not Swifty by any means, but I like mm -hmm, her. She's mm -hmm. she's catchy. I'll give it to her. Um and I think she's very original. So which it's hard to come by these days, especially with musicians. So I'll give that to her. And she puts on a hell of a show apparently. So uh, yeah, it seems I had um I had some friends from Tuscaloosa who um got it must have been the reputation reputation tour their daughters were big fans and matt and jenny uh who are awesome people and also awesome musicians like they both have great voices matt runs a music academy mm -hmm. 
Can't um, relate. <laughs> they were like, yeah, too swift. Maybe, maybe not. They went to their show and I don't know if they got pulled out to say, Hey, y'all get four seats now or if they, whatever tickets they got. But like I saw their post afterwards, they were like, Every thing I've said about Taylor Swift. I wow, that's amazing. awesome. It is fantastic. That's what I've heard. And I I think this, like, the tour she's on now, the Eras tour, it's like three and a half hours and she's by herself, just solo. I mean, she is, I mean, dancers and backup singers and whatnot, but it's right. just her Man. for three and a half hours nonstop. Yeah. I'm like, that's incredible. I even saw um, it, yeah. JJY. I think he went to the opening night of the Eras tour and he yeah, took yeah. the time to make a video just saying like, that was amazing. So, yeah. props to her. I give it to her. Prop, yeah. Yep, yeah, for sure. For sure. And we will be right back after this message from our sponsor. This episode of Future of the Fairway is brought to you by Yada Golf. Yada Golf has the best apparel out there for fling golfers. Uh, Yada and Fling Golf both value inclusion, uh, being yourself, and making a statement on the course. Uh, you are not going to find any better golf polos uh, for men and women uh, out there. Uh, Yada also offers uh, gloves, uh, quarter zips, and for traditional golfers, they offer the best tees uh, in the business. So whether you're looking to, uh, to make a statement uh, with your attire or get a versatile polo that can be worn both on the course and off, Yada Golf is the best place uh, for you to shop. Uh, follow the link in the episode description. Yada Golf. Enjoy the heck out of life. And now back to the future of the Fairway podcast. Um, all right. So let's go in. I, I, I've heard this from Austin, but I want to hear it from you. Uh, the origin story of shows. Right. The best story ever. So (laughs) we were playing at ACGC, of course. Um, This was before Navy, I think. Um, We were playing just nine holes. I'm like, yeah, let's just go out there. Let's have fun. Let's go for it. So we were playing. And if it's possible, I am way more competitive than I seem. I'm like, it, it's, it's, it's bad. Like, I don't like to do anything that I'm not good at. I'm very competitive. So when the two of us get to playing something, it's like, there's about to be bloodshed over, you know, the stupidest things. So we were playing and he was beating me. I don't know, who knows by how much, but he was beating me going into the ninth mm-hmm. hole. So I say, okay, whoever wins this hole wins the whole round. No questions asked. Done. So he's like, sure. Okay. Got it. I'm like, okay. So we're playing and we get, this this is number nine. nine. So, um, we on the fairway, my second shot is off to the side of the green. Um, so I'm over here. He's like, you know, on the green or something. And two, this was before Reggie's were a thing also. I'll have to make that known. Um, Mm -hmm. so so y'all are just playing shit scoring. Right. None of the, no Reggie's, no, nothing like that. So he gets up there and I just chip it in. Like I sidecar it in off the side of the green. And I just throw my stick in the air and I said, show's over, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that originated. So 
Yeah. So unfortunately I couldn't have, you know, bitch after show's over. So we just shortened it to show's over. Um, but yeah, so it kind of just fits, you know, showtime and show's over polar opposites. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of who we are. So you said this was before Navy was, was showtime around as a nickname? So I don't think so. Cause that had exploded? originated last year in May. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the timing, but I, I want to say it was before her, but I don't even think Showtime was a thing. And so I don't know where Shows mm -hmm. Over came from or why it came out of my mouth, but that's that's just what, <laughs> you know, in the moment, that's what I yelled. <laughs> what uh, Can you describe what Austin's face looked like? I wish I remember, but I think I blacked out because I was so excited that I you know finally beat him <laughs> in something. Um, and I just didn't care. And I was rubbing uh -huh. it in all night. I still do to this day. Every time he hears like shows over, I think it like stings a little bit, which is fine. It's good for him. It makes him a little bit humble. <laughs> um, well, y'all are, y'all are so fun together. Uh, as well. You, you've also got a, a strong baseball rivalry. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's that too. Um, <laughs> which I think if I remember right, that had a good bit, or something to do with the way y'all met. Yes. So um, we met. He, We were um, up home in Pennsylvania. Our church had a softball team, like most some churches do. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually was down here at the time, you know, working in the summertime at the golf course. Mm -hmm. This was before it was open. So getting ready. We were doing that type of thing. So we weren't mm -hmm. up there a lot of the summer. We were mostly down here working. Um, but happened to be up there for one of the church softball games. So my mom, um, who always she liked to keep book for all softball baseball growing up okay. when we were mm -hmm. playing softball she was always the bookkeeper that was her thing so we went to the church softball game and my mom was like oh i'll keep the book and i was like oh, i'll just sit with her on the bench so my cousin jade um was friends with austin i had no idea who he was um but he had invited him to play for the church team because they needed some extra players so my mom and i get there we're keeping book and i see him like walk on the field and I like whispered to my mom I'm like I don't know who's that and she's like I have no idea like I don't know I'm like okay whatever so throughout the game um he I think he was playing shortstop I don't know um oh come on let's say he okay was he was in right field you know catcher <laughs> in softball <laughs> we'll go with that catcher in softball I love that so <laughs> my cousin, uh, my cousin Kevin, who was a big Orioles fan, he oh he likes to always tease me about my favorite player at the time, which was David Ortiz um, on the Red Sox. I'm a big Red Sox fan, so um, he was going back and forth at that time because the Red Sox had just beaten the Cardinals in the 2013 World Series. So, mm -hmm. little sore subject there for us, but we'll get to that. So he was teasing <laughs> my cousin Kevin and I were talking back and forth about David Ortiz. So this kid, now I know it's Austin, butts in and said, he starts talking mm -hmm. shit about David Ortiz and me being the person I am. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, get out of here. Like, I don't even know you. So like, we're like arguing back and forth. Um, so I'm like, oh God, like, you don't no, it's you. literally, exactly. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So he goes back out on the field and my mom leans over to me and she goes, well, I think you just blew any chance you had. I was like, it's fine. Like, he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I don't know exactly what happened, but a few months later, 
there we were. We met, we reconciled a little bit, made up, and here we are. But yes, he's a big Cardinals fan. I'm a big Red Sox fan. And we had just kicked their ass in the World Series and won. So there you go. And we that's actually... Do you think y'all would have ended up okay. together? If it would have been reversed, if the Cardinals had won and you were... <sighs> you know, the Red probably because just knowing him, he wouldn't be able to keep his mouth shut. So yeah, there would have definitely <laughs> been some some conversation there. I was wearing a Red Sox t-shirt. This is how it all started, I think. So That's he was, right. Right. you know, that he was bound to say something if that was the case. <laughs> how funny. How old were you? Oh, God. Know? He would be sick and he would, he's going to hate me for saying this. Um, he, he, he told me. So it's out in the public. It is? I think it's that he, public knowledge? He okay. I think, yeah, I think so the time we had met, I think I was... 17 and he was i don't know how much older 22 maybe freshly 22 so yeah it's gonna not it's gonna hate me for saying that but it was a big joke for a long time <laughs> because we were down here like living together over the summer and still you mm -hmm. know weren't official so it was like a mm -hmm. seven month mm -hmm. thing before it was official so he used to always it's a running joke now, and he hates that, but I had to throw that in there for him. <laughs> I was I was only asking because I couldn't remember the mm -hmm. difference uh, uh, between y'all. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> well, I've got 10, 11 years on him, so I'll take There you go. So. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> That's fine. I'm. It's funny. The uh, It's funny to hang out with the fling off family and talk age and talk because there's always somebody who's either a little bit older or a little bit younger and so depending on which conversation you're in you could be the old one or you could right. be the young one or you could right right it's a it's a diverse group we love it especially team delaware i'll give him a <laughs> shout out i mean uh mr jack yeah. I mean, he's on the older side but he's still i mean he whoops up mm -hmm. on austin sometimes which i love mm -hmm. so go jack <laughs> And he does too. Well, hey, that's a good transition. We uh, we've just recently made an announcement um, of another team that's uh, stepping out, uh, Fury yeah. Fun Squad, which uh, we are both on and very. That excited is about. going to be a great time. Yes, fresh off the presses as of today, mm -hmm. um, which is me, you, Jack, um, Britt, mm -hmm. Reggie Queen, of course. Um, who else am I missing? Frank, the Iceman. If everyone doesn't know the story behind Frank, I'll have to explain that because I just said it. Um, okay, we'll do that. So, yeah, and Brooks, throwing that in, in there. To some people, but also, well, I was telling telling my kids about it uh, today after showing them the reel. I'm like, yeah, so listen to this. It's, it's Brooks and Brooke. It's Britt and Brandon. And <laughs> right. It's like the bees, and then it's just Jack and Adam. The, the <laughs> right. And that, and then, and then Jack Which and Adam. is hysterical. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll we'll go into um, Frank. So Brandon, to all of you, mm -hmm, Iceman, mm -hmm. is Frank to a lot of us. Um, and that stemmed from, I think, he did he talk about it? He might have talked about it on his pod, but. I, I so I've. I think I, Austin and I talked about it, and then we talked about it when uh, Brandon, Jack, and Austin came uh, in September before the uh, Virginia Fleet tournament. Because I was like, okay, it's just like seamlessly 
Jack and Austin were calling him Frank. And I was like, so what's behind that? Because Latham wasn't confused because I was like, hey, Brandon and Jack and Austin are coming to play. Um, but I was, I was just curious too. I, right. I so, well, there was actually, um, so Jamie and Krista, who we played, who Britt and I played with in Virginia mm-hmm. and San Diego, we all have a group chat now um, with our nickname, which I don't think I could say. Um, or I don't know if I should say. No, but we, 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 y'all, the four of y'all are owed. Uh, we've, we've got yes, I was going to say I'm going to petition for that tonight, that we are owed a group um, Future of the Fairway episode, which I don't think that anyone's really ready yeah. for because we are quite the crowd. Um, but anyway, so it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be its own thing. And like explicit, 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 yeah. probably. Um, just predicting here <laughs> um uh but jamie and krista so we're all in a group chat Y'all yeah we're time, in a group chat and sure. i always refer to brandon as frank and they too are like like mm-hmm. who the hell are like what are you talking about so i had to explain it to them more recently mm-hmm. but long story short when Britt and frank were first you know talking meeting or whatever he came into the mm-hmm. golf course and Austin, who at that time was a golf teaching professional, was looking for someone named Frank, who was supposed to be his scheduled lesson that he that didn't show up yet. Mm-hmm. So he's like looking through all of his paperwork, trying to find a phone number. And he goes, um, he goes, who's Frank? Like, where's Frank? And Brandon standing at the counter talking to Britt. And he goes, oh, it's me. Mm-hmm. So then it just stuck from here on forever that his name is Frank. Um, and it's funny because like my mom and dad just use it as like normal conversation. Like they don't call him Brandon either. It's Frank. And I'm like, guys, they're gonna be getting married. Like you like please don't say Frank at the wedding. But I, I no doubt I will, so it's okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did um did Frank ever show Frank? Up? I think he did later, but I mean okay. Brandon was still hanging around too. Well, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But whenever someone says Brandon, I'm like, who's that? Right, well, I don't know him. <laughs> well, I like um, a, a plug for for Yada Golf uh, and their great line of uh, polos. One of their new Spring Twenty Three uh, is called <gasps> Iceman, and I saw that before we had pulled it out. Um, it is a sharp looking polo. It's white with the uh, the blues kind of speckled across it. Um, so I know that was. Uh, that was in his order. Uh, big shout out to Yada Golf for sponsoring uh, Powering yes. uh, Fury Fling Squad. Uh, we're really excited to represent uh, Yada at um, uh, at Delaware, as well as appreciate Yada's sponsorship of the podcast, as well as ACGC. It's it's one big family. I think one of the questions that I really wanted to get to was why does Austin not love <laughs> his family and want to have them? <laughs> You know, that's funny. So I think I kind of answered it by saying that we are like uber competitive with each other. Uh, So I don't necessarily Mm -hmm, think mm -hmm. being teammates would be a great thing for the sport of fling golf. Um, Anyone who was on our co-ed softball team, like within the past, like most recent years, they would be able to vouch for you. We do not play Uh nice together. Um, so if something happens, it's usually it's either my fault or it's his fault. And it's like full on, you know, the whole time there's been many fights over, the, over those things. So it's fine. I'm we're, we're better as, you know, separate teammates, but we'll leave it at that for now. Well, you, 
y'all do share another a different sponsor. We do, yes. Uh, again, we're just breaking all kinds of news. Uh, <laughs> we are full of the tea, aren't we? Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, Odin Golf actually reached out to me, and we are um, their official sponsor of Shows Over as well as Showtime. So we do have sweet, that in common. Sweet. That's about it. So, but Odin Golf is to thank okay. for my awesome logo that I dropped um, today. So if you're listening next week, mm -hmm. it will be out by now. Go check it out. It's awesome. And it, believe it or not, that was their first try at a logo, not knowing basically wow. anything about me, anything like that. So shout out to Jordan and Phil over at Odin Golf for getting that done. And they did an excellent job. Yeah. That's awesome. They, they knocked really, it out of the they, park. Uh, I love the bullseye. I love the golf mm -hmm. ball coming through. Um, uh, I, I will say it's very interesting looking at because we've been we've been tossing around a bunch of logo ideas mm -hmm. for Fury, and um, we've got some really really cool ones. Uh, but looking around, there are no team logos with a golf right. ball. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of wild. Now I appreciate that. Right. You you've got Keystone that's got the right broken fling stick um uh spartans holding the uh the knights holding a, a fling stick as well um but nobody's got a golf ball which again that's neither here nor there. it is interesting. Kind of interesting you would think that uh, you know geez. fling golf there would be a golf ball but <laughs> well anyway so when i saw your logo i was like oh there's it's it's awesome but i love the the golf ball coming out of that it's yeah awesome. they they cool. knocked it out of the park with that one they they did great. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm I'm happy to call Odin yes. a friend of the pod. Uh, they're uh, they're incredibly supportive of the sport. Uh, it was awesome getting to be chat with Jordan and then uh, seeing him for a little bit in San Diego too. So we uh, it's I think one of the cool things about our sport and community is that there is an authentic pulling for each other. Um, like we we like to have rivalries. Like we like to pick at each other and. Um, and do all that, but I think that at the heart of you know when somebody gets a sponsorship that nobody else has, right. it's always exciting. When you know it's we know that what's good for one is good for everybody, even if it doesn't necessarily translate. To right, absolutely. I mean, anything, any sponsor that anyone can get at this point is growth, which is important over these next few years for the sport. So it's awesome, very awesome, and glad for companies like Yada and Odin. Um, to name a few that jumped on board mm -hmm. early and are supporting a lot of athletes, which mm -hmm. is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and for for courses like mm -hmm. uh, ACGC to have that that kind of commitment, um, having having organized co-organized a tournament um, and not been in charge of the golf course to turn it over to just basically say, hey, here, y'all take it. We're not going right. to charge you for it. Um, that's a huge sacrifice mm -hmm. and investment, um, which uh, thank you, Bonnie and uh, Rocky uh, and the rest of the ACGC family uh, for that. Uh, but to continue to do that and to support um, support Team Delaware like they do is uh, is really cool. There's you know there's different levels of that. I think Welk Resorts and Massanutten uh, have done a fantastic job. Right, absolutely. As well. um, but there's uh, but it, it's really cool that. Um, we we've got uh, ACGC as one of those uh, you know staking the ground spots that we're going to play at, and um, and people are going to continue right. to go and learn, from which them. is yeah. awesome. We're happy to be 
we were happy to be the guinea pig last year and now we're happy to be cemented in years to come as what Austin was said we want it to be you know the Augusta the masters of fling golf which That's right. which is That's an right. honor I would say for the the Morrison mm -hmm. ACGC family um, we never thought that our <laughs> little golf course would be on ESPN so that was a definite dream come true which is awesome that's super cool. That's super cool. Um, so you, you talked um, earlier about all the work that went into getting it ready mm -hmm. when y'all when y'all bought it. Uh, what kind of condition was it in, and what what were some of the things that y'all were doing? Did you rework some holes, or was it just uh, a lot of maintenance to get uh, the grass? Back sure. So doing? what started out as like kind of more of a repair rather than reconstruction. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was a reason everyone around it all called it the cow pasture because that's what they knew it as. It was, oh, um, okay, it, okay, needless to say, like the greens were cracked, like to the point where they would like rift up in certain areas, they were full of weeds. Um, there were a few holes, I believe. My dad, um, who he actually did all the work himself, he reconstructed the whole thing, um, himself with the help of a lot of other wow. people, but. Um, he's the brains behind it all there. Um, I think he reconstructed, I want to believe, I want to say two holes um, that were there that were just, they didn't, kind of, they didn't make sense the way they were. So um, he just kind of reworked them. But it was, it started like thinking that we could just repair what was there. Um, and the running joke in our family is um, he had us all out there. Like, and I want to say my, my entire family, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, everybody. We were all out there like <laughs> weeding the greens by hand, like with like little tools um, wow. just for yeah, him yeah. to completely like bulldoze them the next week after we did all of that. <laughs> so, oh, no. yeah, that that's a running joke. But yeah, it was needless to say it was yeah it was it was awful um and it definitely is like light years ahead where it was when we first got it um even the clubhouse which now i don't know if there has been any changes since last year but um there's always some improvements going okay. on there um hey we we know we know there's some uh, apparel, apparel changes, changes and i'll give a shout out to my sister um, her Brit Marie Fitness, her studio, um, should, fingers crossed, should be done by the time everyone comes to Delaware in May. So oh, everyone sweet. will get a sneak sweet. peek of that. I know that's been a long, hard process for her, but that'll be awesome when it's when it's mm -hmm. up and running. So that is an improvement from last mm -hmm. year. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's been fun. It's not, you, there's not mm -hmm. a lot of people that can say they run a true family business but they do i mean uh mm -hmm. brit and austin are there every mm -hmm. single day they work their asses off i'm not there but when i'm there i'll mm -hmm. help with whatever's needed um last mm -hmm. may mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons i didn't yeah. play um i was like six months postpartum but i also agreed to um yeah. run the show while they were playing so um yeah, yeah. it's yeah. truly all hands on deck and it's fine it's it's been fun and i couldn't couldn't imagine it any other way down here yeah well i i know that it's um i remember i think i've said this across several things one of the most striking things to me was the community that was there um having 
only gotten into playing golf courses in the previous year. Um, you know, there's a public course that we play. We go to Massanutten, which is a resort course. There's a lot of transient right. population. There, there are people that live out there and play that regularly. Um, but there's not really a, uh, a similar setup um, yeah. that you guys have uh, where we're from. So it was, I was just blown away by the number of volunteers that were there, by the camaraderie uh, of the Delaware folks. Like, you know, uh, I think Jake called the, uh, the <laughs> Yeah, it's running around in our yellow shirts. Yellow shirts. We love those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they, those are fantastic. But again, brilliant idea uh, to make sure that, you know, mm -hmm. if you had any question, everybody was uh, was there uh, and able to help you. But I, knowing that community doesn't just happen, that you right. have to be intentional with that. You have to invest in it um, and to see that, you know, it, was, it wasn't just people showing up because like, oh, maybe I'll be on ESPN mm -hmm. for like three seconds. It was like, this is, this is a, a, a definite right. pillar of what we do. And that was really, really cool and impressive to see. And um, I think that everybody that played in that tournament felt like, oh, well, we're now part of that family. Too. Absolutely. Like, I mean, <laughs> we have a way of a way of doing that. Um, and that's kind of the most beautiful mm -hmm. thing about it. There's a lot of the clientele at the golf course truly becomes our family. Um, I mean, they've some mm -hmm. have been to our wedding. Some have been to uh, baby mm -hmm. showers like for Navy. Um, and a lot of them, mm -hmm, like, we mm -hmm. don't ask them to, but they get so many gifts for Navy. They, like, care about her. We were actually over there oh, for a while today. Mm -hmm, I always take her over mm -hmm. to visit because she loves to say hi to everybody. She just like, loves to be there. Um, so not at all. <laughs> not at all. But <laughs> she, like, everyone who would walk in the door, they're like, hi, Navy. Hi, Navy. Like, and they go, oh, my gosh, is that Navy? She's gotten so big. But it's like everyone, like we were joking about it today. She's a little name tag. Uh -huh. Everyone knows her and she just loves that like people know her. She has no idea who any of them are, but she's yep. just like, she loves it. She eats it up, which is, it's the best. But I, I think that's special for her too, being mm -hmm. able to grow up in an atmosphere where she has so many people that care about her and Absolutely. can she can talk mm -hmm. to at any given time. I mean, it's great. We joke that she's mm -hmm. definitely going to be, um, a greeter in the starter shack probably before the age of five because she was out there today waving and saying <laughs> hi to everyone who turned the corner. So <laughs> uh -huh. she's got a definite future in that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That, that'll be that'll be fun to see. It'll be it'll be fun to to do the tournament with her being yeah. a year older too because I mean it. Yeah, as you know, those uh, mm -hmm. the days are so long. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you look up and it's like they are and she was such a trooper last year i mean she was at both days of or both days of the tournament last year with me yeah. in like the 100 degree heat like she was a trooper um so mm -hmm. i'm excited to see her there this year because she's just going to be all over the place and she's probably going to get into more trouble but it's okay my mom's gonna have her so you know everything's better when bon bon has her <laughs> <It'll be fine. laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, let's see. There was, I had a question I was going to, going to ask. Um, I forget what it was. Um, so I'll go with this one. I, I'm having a wife who is more introverted than I am. I think that you, you definitely are somebody who likes to have your solo time Absolutely. to get energized. You can, 
you can be out front if you need to be. Um, Kathy very much. She was a, a teacher, professor uh, at university, and you would think that those are very outgoing people, and some of them are, but like she can right. hit a switch mm -hmm. and be on, but it's like what she's done is like yeah, a hundred percent. I can I can very much relate. I mean, people are always like like they've know if they know me, they know me, and I am very like always mm -hmm. quiet to myself. I prefer to be left alone most of the time. Um, and they're like, you went into real estate? Mm -hmm. Like, that's one of the most, like, outgoing jobs you can have. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but the uh, same thing. I can uh, turn the switch on when it needs to be on. But whenever I get home at 5 o'clock, I'm done. Like, I don't – I want to be left alone in my own little world and, like, slowly recharge <laughs> overnight <laughs> until I wake up and do it all over again. But mm -hmm. even – I mean, things like this. I can turn it on if I need to, but this is not me whatsoever. This is much more showtime. This is all so this show. Is show. <laughs> I won't think show's <laughs> over <all> yet. <laughs> if 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 we were if we were to go back and talk, it's like Brooke actually. It's very talk. true. Sorry, Adam. Talk <laughs> I just talked to you for an hour, but I really don't okay, like you. <laughs> just kidding, of course. Um. <laughs> there's been several times I've been laughing because I'm like, when you say stuff, I'm like, this is the stuff. Right. And you're probably like thinking of like Austin in the back it's of your awesome. brain. Like, what is he thinking of all of this? Cause I just know that's, you know, it's looming and it's killing him right well, now that he's so not hearing we, any of this. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was, uh, we are recording. I wanted to ask, are you an early bird or a late right? <sighs> Weren't you here? <laughs> for that conversation in San Diego because I don't know if my answer has changed he would beg to differ I would 100% say mm -hmm. I am now an early bird not by necessarily choice mm -hmm. um, I mean I have an 18 month old so it's just easier if you wake uh, up the, the, there's a factor of mom right where so you just, you know, I think my right. answer five years ago would be neither because I definitely don't like to wake up and I don't like to be up late. I like, you know, good 12 hours of sleep. That's me. Um, but with a child, you love to, I like to get up before it's easier. I should say if you get up before they do or kind of with mm -hmm. them so you can prepare and, you know, get ready for the mm -hmm. craziness that is about to be your day. Um, but then I love to be in bed when she goes to bed, I'm fine with, you know, seven 30 in bed, just relaxing i'm totally fine with that mm -hmm. now he'll be up to all hours of the night and then somehow wake up at like 6 a.m and he's ready to go and i'm like how <laughs> but he yeah right. yeah no no early riser for him unless he has to be mm -hmm. i think he's gonna fight <laughs> me on that one um <laughs> <laughs> he does he and so do i i mean everyone does i think to, but to do that it's just it's choice you know momhood you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do um mm -hmm. yeah well it's good to have have a good tag team i mean i've i don't know whenever i started working from home in 2017 um i have a colleague uh buddy of mine oh, yeah, he's become a friend as well as a colleague who lives in maine and he, um, he was like, look, um, he was giving me advice because he'd been working from home for a couple of years already. He was like, he's got, he's about 10 years older than I am. But he was like, if you get up early, you can, 
end your day, like mm-hmm. just put in your time. It doesn't have to fit a nine to five or whatnot. And so that was really, I didn't have early calls at that point, but that kind of motivated me. It's like, I could get up and get going right. at six or six 30 right. before the kids got up and get a couple of hours knocked out. And that gave me flexibility right. later in the day. Um, but there was also a benefit because I could be the one up when the kids got up and uh, Kathy could right. you know, have a little right. bit more time. And I'll say this. I mean, I, I don't mean to give him a hard time. He is an amazing dad. Um, Navy loves him to death and she chooses him 90% over me. So that's fine. But he is an amazing dad. They have a lot of, they share a special bond, which I think all dads and daughters do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fun to see and it's mm-hmm. fun to mm-hmm. see him grow into that role because at first I don't think he was sure of how he would do as a girl dad but he's no doubt a girl dad mm-hmm. through and through yeah yeah well it, it's going to be fun to to get to see her and uh see y'all in just uh just a couple of weeks um it's it, i mean I, I hate to do this but like I already feel like it's going to go by. I know. I know. That's how I think. I think we all feel that way. I mean, leading up to it, especially, I mean, Uh Austin and Britt who work at the golf course, they're like prepping for everything. It's like stressful, but then it like you, it's here and then you blink and it's over. And then you're like, man, like that was, that was so fast. Like Mm -hmm. there's always, there's never enough time with the fling crew. I don't think so. It's just a, it's a great Mm -hmm. community. It's very inclusive community. um, Especially as Mm -hmm. um, one of the Mm -hmm. first women to ever compete um in Virginia there was only four of us so um I think we all I could speak for all of us that we all felt very included like we were part of that group um and then in San Diego we furthered that with actually being able to name a first women's Mm -hmm. champion um with Krista um and then moving forward hopefully we'll be able to grow it get more women to um maybe do something with teams down the road. I know Rosie's begging to team with one of the other women out there. So if we could do something with women's teams, uh-huh. that would be awesome too. Um, or even co-ed, like Jamie and Krista are a co-ed team. So. I, I, I think, where was it? Maybe it may have been a post after show conversation with Austin, but I was like, maybe I mean, mm-hmm. Virginia is for lovers. What if what, the team event, or there was a team event that uh, right. was uh, co-ed right. uh, as part of the Virginia. Now, uh, I don't experience. know if we're going to be able to, you know, Foss uh, and I are going to be able to do it. <laughs> I know there's, there might be some, there's some, there's some limitations on schedules. Uh, I think I'm going to try. I, um, I think I'm going to try. So that's actually okay. my birthday. So as, as it was last year. Um, that's right. It'll be it Sunday this year. Right. Year, so Sunday this year. Britt's getting married the following weekend. Sorry, Britt, I just said when you're getting married. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try to make it work, though. So we'll see. If you do co-ed, that would be a lot of fun. I don't think the <laughs> Jonas Brothers say. are not close to either Delaware or Virginia. There is a weekend, chance, so I should chance. say. I mean, if for <laughs> some reason they throw in some extra tour dates, no promises. But That's right. Well, I, I mean, there's a... JMU's got a, a very nice new arena, but I think it only seats about nine. It's not big so enough. Yeah, unfortunately. To their stop. Although, right? You think about you think about these big acts and how fun it right. would be to see them in a smaller venue, um, whether it's a dive bar or even like a five thousand. It truly, be, truly, that would be pretty cool. But those ticket oh, prices. Yeah. Would and be I mean, control. I guess that's uh, the whole thing with Ticketmaster doing the verified fan is they're trying to keep 
tickets out of all the scalpers' hands. But <laughs> we'll see. That's the thing. I think anyone. I mean, I think you're not getting you're not right. getting a resale uh, Taylor ticket right, right. Now for and it's crazy. But I mean, people, I guess people who really want to see them, like I might be in that <laughs> that boat. I'm gonna pay it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I better be winning, you know, here in May, and also yeah. better be winning too. Right. I'm gonna need some money. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm gonna have Jonas to spend Brothers. our anniversary with the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> He's okay. He'd be fine with it. Oh, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, he's yeah. I, I'm sure. Is is he? so he wasn't at first but he's definitely his he's come around he's a joe bro fan he's you know occasionally i catch him singing him in the shower um, which is cute Mm because he goes back to their first ever song that they recorded together which is called please be mine um that's that's a song of choice so it's a good song he picked that but yes he is a joe bro fan so sorry austin just told the world that you are a jonas brothers fan Fine, probably get him probably um, i mean if should, if that like that. you know gets me into the concert somehow by saying yeah. that and he they see it or something or another then it was well worth it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well I, let me say i i love the the folks that are listening to this um future of the Norway fans are fantastic um not as large as Jonas Brothers following yet, so I don't know if anybody right. listening, but hey, who knows? You never know what might happen. You don't know what's right. going to get picked up. It's all about the right place at the right time, so maybe this is it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, Brooke, this has been awesome. Um, it's uh, it's always a treat to uh, to get to chat with you and uh, to to go. I, I, I loved... Um, getting to uh to hang out with you and see where all the conversations went in san diego can't wait to see you again in um in delaware i love that uh we yeah. are teammates uh with uh, fury fling squad and uh can't wait for us to i guess we're gonna sweep uh, uh the yeah absolutely uh, i mean team fury is coming in hot so you and Britt are gonna be there i uh jack yeah. and i are gonna be teaming up um we're gonna be all over the place um, i mean there's a lot of us uh, so you know, hopefully we, we've got, we've got some decisions to make about whether we're going to be matching or coordinating or so we'll, we'll right. go in the group chat and figure that out. Um, but I'm yes, it's going to be fun. Team Fury is coming in hot. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of us, so it's going to take, you know, some, some special yes. people to knock us down, but I, I, I think they're not, they're not ready for us. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, thanks for staying up late. Uh, it is late for me. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Take care. Be good. Uh, and Safe we, travels. Uh, we'll see you in Delaware. All right. All right. Many thanks again to Brooke or Shows Over for a great conversation. Uh, can't wait to uh, see you in Delaware and uh, can't w- wait to see the rest of you in Delaware as, uh, as well. For those of you who will be going, uh, it's going to be a great time. Um, we've got about oh, two weeks, two and a half weeks until 
will be there. So be sure you're getting out and practicing. Um, uh, and uh, anyway, again, it's just going to be a great time. Um, be sure to, to check out uh, Fury Fling Squad. Uh, we're really excited about that team um, and excited to be contributing to uh, the, uh, the team game uh, in our sport. Uh, and again, many thanks to both ACGC and to Yada Golf for sponsoring this podcast, um, as well as Yada Golf uh, for uh, powering uh, Fury Fling Squad. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Um, I will uh, not have any new episodes until after uh, the Delaware tournament. So um, until then, happy flinging.